Hello and welcome to the Arab Digest podcast. I'm William Law, editor of the Digest, and today we consider Dubai's Expo 2020 in the shadow of COVID-19. As Dubai launches its ticket sales for Expo 2020 this month, organizers must be feeling decidedly anxious about prospects for the fair, the first ever in the MENA region. There was a great expectation that the exposition would, amongst other things, help to end the prolonged slump in the property market there. Now, with the UAE and most other countries in the world in varying degrees of lockdown, those expectations are rapidly fading from sight. But if one can cast his or her mind back to the time before the COVID-19 crisis hit, Expo 2020 offered an exciting vision of a world fair with a Gulf flavor that would not only serve to refloat the property market, but provide a long-term legacy designed to solidify Dubai's hold as the region's city-state of choice for global business and global tourism. It was with such a vision in mind that a senior executive for Radisson Hotels in the Middle East opined in November of last year, with less than a year to go until Expo 2020 Dubai, there will be a great influx of tourists, higher numbers of hotels opening and rooms being occupied. China is becoming one of the biggest markets in terms of demographics operating in Dubai, and the hospitality sector will have to adapt its strategies and offerings to tailor to the needs of that audience. Earlier last year, in April, the consultancy firm EY, Ernst & Young Middle East, forecast a $33 billion boost to the economy. EY foresaw three stages of gross value added. The first stage, now drawing to completion, would create $10.3 billion of gross value added, or GVA. The second, the six months of the exhibition, would see $10.2 billion of GVA. And the final, what the consultancy called a 10-year legacy period, would generate $17.5 billion. In addition, the equivalent of nearly 50,000 new jobs a year would be created. EY anticipated 11 million visits from within the UAE and 14 million visitors from abroad. Even at the time, it was a brave, bold, and overly bullish assessment. The expectation that the first stage, which included the building of the site, would ignite the property market had already failed to materialize, and by the autumn of last year, it was clear that the market remained settled in the doldrums. S&P Global Ratings credit analyst Sapna Jektiani acknowledged as much in a 24th of November statement. We believe Expo 2020, just in the back of potential visitor flows to the Emirate, will ease temporary pressure on hotels and retailers. However, it is unlikely to materially improve long-term conditions in the real estate sector. By then, overseas visitor numbers had already been trimmed back by 3 million to 11 million. Now, as the COVID-19 virus bites deeper and deeper into the world economy and people are being encouraged not to travel, the reality is that even if the coronavirus does abate by the summer, there will be a residual fear among travelers that foreign trips are no longer as attractive as they were before the pandemic struck. In such a climate, organizers will need to anticipate and prepare for a significantly lower number of foreign visitors. The hotel and service industry must prepare itself not for a windfall, but for a much lower footfall. And in an economy damaged by COVID-19, where locals are less likely to spend and more likely to save, it will be a challenge to meet the figure of 11 million visits from inside the country. And what of the 10-year legacy stage? The EY plan anticipated 
that all Expo assets will be sold off. Included in that was the incorporation of 80% of Expo's buildings into a new business zone called District 2020. The thinking was that with the global boost and international exposure of Expo 2020, corporations such as Siemens would be major players. But big corporations, like the world's airline companies, are reeling from the impact of COVID-19. Their first order of business will be to get the home fires sorted. In the hard new reality of looming global recession, expansionary moves into the Expo 2020 site by large global corporations, when the fair closes next spring, seem highly unlikely. If Dubai cannot sell off the assets, it will put a further strain on government debt and add to the city-state's already large inventory of government-related entities, or GREs, and to a debt package of $60 billion, equal to 50% of Dubai's GDP. Jason Tuve, a senior emerging markets economist at London-based Capital Economics, was quoted last April in a Forbes article as noting that the main risk to the outlook stems from long-standing debt problems, Around half of GRE debt is due to mature between now and 2021. And we've warned before that the risk of overcapacity after the World Expo means that the GREs could face weaker-than-expected revenues, harming their ability to service these debts. As Expo's buildings are intended for the commercial market, it's also worthwhile noting Knight Frank's assessment released in early February, that is, before the full implications of the pandemic's impact were beginning to be realized. Its UAE market review and forecast 2020 had this to say. The short to medium term outlook for Dubai's commercial market remains negative, with rents expected to continue to decline across all segments. It is to be greatly hoped that Expo 2020 goes ahead as scheduled in October. However, the government of Dubai should now be giving serious consideration to downscaling its ambitions and reconsidering its approach. The very first World's Fair, London's Great Exhibition, was opened by Prince Albert at Crystal Palace in Hyde Park in May 1851. The exhibition put a great emphasis on science and scientific breakthrough. Perhaps that should be the new face of Dubai's Expo 2020, a scaled-down fair, but one dedicated in large part to the science of combating global pandemics. Thank you for listening to the Arab Digest podcast. We welcome your comments. If you're a subscriber, you can find a written version of the podcast on our website. If you're not already a subscriber and you want to join the club, you can find out how by going to ArabDigest.org. I'm William Law, editor of the Arab Digest. Essential reading from independent sources.